right back to Ireland. Oh, oh, Deluded, I'm back yeah. again. Come on, Ian. <laughs> Are we live? Of course we're live. Another day, another live stream. Appreciative to everybody tuned in, whether you're on YouTube, smash the like button, set your notifications. Don't forget, people, 5.30, we're watching Salzburg against Chelsea. 5.30, better yet, people. Then after that, 7.40, Dortmund against Manchester City. The Haaland derby, the Jude Bellingham derby, because he could be going Real Madrid. I should do a whole other video on that. Real Madrid won in. Pep's been speaking about him. It should be a good game of football. Before that, we're here till whenever. YouTube crew, please smash the like button, set your notifications. Twitch gang, there isn't a like button, but your support is enough. Make sure you're subscribing via Amazon Prime, people. Smash the like button. Journey to 100k subs is alive and kicking. Can't do it without you lot. Every little helps. Every like button boosts the algorithm. And that. And one day, the YouTube algorithm gods are going to bless us. As usual... <clears throat> Sorry, folks, I need some water. My throat is dry. Pause. What's going on? Jim killed me. But yeah, people, as I was saying, um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night. I hope you're all doing well and safe. I hope you're all having a progressive week. I hope you and your loved ones are all healthy and that, people. One love to all the parents out there. You know, I'm pretty sure you wish. I know you love your kids, but they would go back for half term now. Half term seems to be happening all the time. I can't lie, man. Kids will be kids and they should be playing, but my neighbor's kids... There's been out there since I've been gym, I've woke up, I've been up since 5.30, then I've been almost outside from like 7, like where's the homework and things like that, man? Shout out to the parents out there in the 9 to fivers and everyone that's listening to me at work, whether you're at office space, job or whatever, man, without you lot, the platform is dead. And on that as well, while we may go over popular talking points and things, you lot make the platform, any talking points, etc., etc. feel no sort of way about getting them in. In terms of other content, as I said, we're watching Dortmund City. We're watching later today. We're watching Chelsea Salzburg. I'm going to drop the links in there that they're already. After this video, my next video actually on my YouTube will be my loan report, people. So, yeah, I think that's scheduled for about 2.45, something like that. The link is there. Hit the like button on that and go and take in. Go get your extended DG fix, mate. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? But anyways, top of the league says, you know, G for how long? I don't know, though, man. Shout out Danny. Danny, 
I see what you're saying with Gabriel Jesus. I can't see it online. I saw that just as obviously my intro was playing. Have you got a link for that? Because I can't I can't see exactly where that is from. I know it's the Metro, but I can't see anything. But if you're listening and can't see on the screen, Gabriel Jesus has said, and I quote, you know, everyone is going to talk about us, about our performance in bracket Southampton. I just want to say that I just want to say to the team, be calm. We are going to come back strong, play our football like we started the season. Everything is coming back to normal. I hear that, Jesus. And this is why, you know, when we lose or drop points, we think about why it went wrong and we apply ourselves better, but we don't get excited. Definitely when we're going on winning runs and prior to Southampton, 27 points from 30, it's a great foundation. We earned the right to speak about it, but at the same time, be calm. There's a lot of football to be played, 20-something games, as you lot can see. I'm pretty sure you lot have seen Arsenal have a hectic fixture, fixture calendar list anyways, and we, you know, we don't have the best of squad depth. We haven't been, we'll go over it as well, but we haven't been dealt a favour because our fixtures have been kind of moved for TV rights. And I know West Ham fans are vexed. So we're going to need to do something in January. But where it's concerned, we just have to use what we have now for better or worse. Hopefully it doesn't derail our season and things like that. Because I do think physically we have dropped off a level. You know, we've not just the Premier League, but we've gone strong in the Europa League, which I rate Arteta for doing. But at some point we're going to have to rest players and chop and change and get some fresh legs and maybe bring in some signings and do things to give us a push, really, because, you know, again, it's not as easy as this, but a big reason, in my opinion, beyond all the other talking points as to why Tottenham Hotspur got top four ahead of us, they brought two signings in, didn't it? You saw what Kulisevsky and Romero, was it Kulisevsky and Romero? Definitely Kulisevsky, respectfully to Romero, gave them another dimension. Yeah, we saved wages on Aubameyang in the long run. And, you know, Eddie took his chance when it came, but it was almost too little too late and we needed a midfield. And obviously, respectfully, you know, Tavares, Holding, Cedric, you know, they can all be utilised in the squad. And i got a lot of time for upholding. But when it's crunch time, Newcastle away, Shitehart Lane away, them and they aren't good enough. So this is why I'm happy for the versatility of the likes of Zinchenko, Tomiyasu, Ben White's been showing before Arsenal, Leeds and Brighton included that he can play left, well, he can play centre-back and right-back and things like that. And some Arsenal fans were flirting with potentially him in midfield. So we are in better stead, but, you know, we're going to need a squad in it. And for me, while I like what we're doing, the winter is coming in it. I need to know, I, I, as I've said before, when we're at our best, no one can chat to us. We weren't at our best against Southampton. You know, in football, you can't have every variable your way, but when the sun's shining, when the Emirates grass is cut, when the fans them are making noise, when all these things are happening, I don't. I think we can beat any team in the Premier League over ninety minutes. The problem is, nine times out of ten, it's not your day like that, and you need all those variables. And at a time, if you want to accomplish whether it's the Premier League or top four, it, to a degree, it's about how you are. How good are you at your worst when you're that bad? And if we look on the basis of this season, where we ain't been at our best against Leeds, we took three points. We weren't good against Southampton like that. We got a point. We can do better. We should do better. Even the defeat to United, all that matters is we lost in it. St Mary's and Old Trafford, I'm not happy to go to them places and not win because if we, on the best of days, Arsenal, that's our hoodoos. We struggle at Anfield. We struggle at Etihad, St Mary's, Brighton, and there's probably some others. If we could have got results there to go with the away form we have, then it would have been good in it, but... How good are we at our worst when our star men aren't doing things, when they may or may not be injured and all of these sort of things? So we're going to have to see, really. There's a lot of football to be played. We just need to keep going and stop behaving, if we are, that we've accomplished anything because we haven't. You know, the season's not done. You know, if the season was done, we're having a great season. We've not accomplished anything. We've seen our team go on winning runs and all those things. We'll go over it, but shout out to Emre as well, who's got a new job as well for himself. But 
Yeah, man, it is what it is. And I think Jesus evidently has been at City. He has the experience to know that it's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, But he's away from all of that. He's spitting facts really and truly. You know, it's as simple as that. I can't say anything else in relation to that, if I'm honest with you. So wise words from Gabriel Jesus, if I'm honest with you. Savage would be class. Yeah, he would, man. But the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. CC, I hope you, whatever you was doing away from this channel, I hope you're doing well. Was away last week. Good to be back. Great to have you back, mate. Really? So, yeah, man, I hope everyone's blessed. I hope everyone's doing well and safe and all of those sort of things. Savage will cost 100 million, probably if you try buy him in January, but he's contracted until 2024. So, where are we at with that? Shout out, Graham, because you're always here. Good afternoon, right back at you, mate. I always see SMS Milinkovic Savage, Sergi Milinkovic Savage, offered to Premier League clubs. You wonder how credible these stories are, would be a fantastic signing for Arsenal. As you said, he'd be fantastic. He's got physicality, um, you know, very good in the final third, raises the profile of midfield, you know, the right age profile as well. Why I don't buy it is because, like you said, you know, Lazio have probably priced that man out of a bigger move for, for years now. Obviously, Lazio, like any team across Europe, you know the Premier League's got money that you want. It's almost like being a British or American or whatever. First, I don't like the word first world country tourist, but first world country, you know, if you go to another country on holiday, you're playing, a, you're paying a completely different rate. He's contracted until 2024, so they probably... In the summer, it probably be a, it'll probably be the cheapest you can get. I don't really buy the credibility in January, but yeah, you have to wonder where's the credibility of this. How easy it is 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 it to make up stories and and all those things? I do think Arsenal must admire the guy, must see he's talented. But in terms of immediate signings, I don't know. Especially as again, he'll be cheaper in 2024, but. We don't know if we're going to be in the Champions League and have the money for for that. I'm sure Sergi could be enticed by what we're doing at this club, but respectfully, Lazio are performing. If you're leaving Lazio for Arsenal, away from what we are and the global footprint of Arsenal, I would, if I'm him, I want to confirm that we're in the Champions League or I might as well go after other clubs where that's more of a consistency, really. And there'll be a bunch of Premier League clubs that'll be into him, but I, I'm, I'm with you. I don't really buy the credibility with it, really and truly, if I'm completely honest with you. Exactly, DG. You are only as strong as your weakest link, as the saying goes. Ben Takor as well. Forgive me, because he's. I hate the spuds, but yeah, wavy signing. So yeah, have we all forgotten about Yuri now? I don't think we can forget about him with the goal he scored at the weekend. Bring him to the carpet, really. But for him, you know, it probably again. If Arsenal bid for you in China, you want to sign them. Fair enough, but. You keep doing what you're doing at Leicester. You have a decent World Cup for Belgium. You're going to be a free agent off the back of December. So you can indirectly agree to join a Premier League team unofficially in the summer. But you can come out and officially sign a pre-contract with any of the European teams you've been linked with. Real Madrid, which I don't buy that. But free agent things can happen. Juventus, who have a centre mid fetish, etc., etc. And he'll have a whole lot, host of admirers at Arsenal and, and, and everywhere in the Premier League. Bring him to the carpet, really. We need bodies, you know. We need bodies, so I'm all for it. But phew, I need to see people holding shirts, getting their, their media things done. I just need a centre midfielder, man. I would like two eights and a six, ideally. Uh, you know, I would like minimum one eight and a six in, in January, probably only one midfield signing. And if it was a number eight or a six, I don't know where I stand with that because I do think against Southampton and definitely against Leeds, obviously, how you defend, the encouragement you give to teams is one thing. But how you hold on to the ball, think about it. If you hold on to the ball well enough, your opponent can't get it. You're tiring them out, they're chasing shadows. That's a form of defence. And I think in the last two games, we got away with it against Leeds. I think we needed it against Southampton. We need a number eight who, respectfully to all the players that are at the club right now, 
It doesn't matter if the sun's shining, if it's raining, if it's if there's hella space in midfield, if there's none. I want the ball. This game is running through me. And I think Martin Odegaard could do that, um, needs to do that. I think we need that. And obviously, we need a six. Anything happens to Partey, we're in problems. And to be honest, just the option of resting Partey, playing someone like that with Partey, where against Southampton and Leeds, we're probably getting a bit overrun in midfield, if I'm honest with you, and things like that. So if it was in Jan, I don't know where I stand with, do I want an eight or a six? Probably leaning towards the six more, but I've badly wanted an eight since the days that I said his name, Thomas Partey, came into the club. I wouldn't say, I think our can play as an eight. I think he's probably best as a sort of 10 sort of thing, as a free roll sort of guy. But um, yeah, that summer we was linked with him where we needed to get both. So I'm not too sure on the credibility, man. SMS and Odegaard in a flat midfield three were cooking, but I know this ain't happening. Big up yourself, Dino, and all the YouTube members. Savage links just rumours or something in this. Until we see him, up, until Arsenal fans are tracking planes and stuff, it's rumours, my guy. You know, this is what they're coming out with. As I said, the dream is free, the hustle is sold separately. We can only really talk and entice our imagination as to what he could be. But yeah, man. As you said, that's the level of players we got to sign in Jan. Throw serious peas at it if we're serious about challenging. I hear that. You know, when there's the right things to be done, make it happen, man. I've been screaming, telling them all oh, your shout, stylish. Some fans are turning up their noses at Yuri. Fans always turn up their nose. They turn up some fans. And you're allowed to turn up your nose and, and things like that. That is football. You know, if somebody, if I don't believe in someone and they and they sign for us and they do bits, kind of like David Luiz and Welbeck for me, I know they're not the best of examples, then I accept it. But people said that about Ramsdale. Still question marks over Ramsdale, but he's all right. People said that about Ben White. You know, them fans there that were doing the mad thing about why we shouldn't get Ben White or he's not good enough, they're probably his biggest fans right now. So things can happen. It's all about being proven wrong. Look how Aaron Ramsey used to get a lot of stick um, when he signed for our club and things like that. And then people were literally on the verge of tears when he was crying. Exaggeration. But if you go back far enough, when Arsene Wenger took over at Arsenal, Arsene who? I know it didn't work out towards the end, but there's no way you can't. You know, you, you can't not have... There's no words to put into put into a sentence what Arsene Wenger did. So, just buy the right players, man. Just buy the right players. And I know Jesus has kind of gone through a drought and some fans are going... <gasps> but I do think in the last two seasons, like, we've we've been getting the signings right. Obviously, Lokonga, jury's still out. Tavares, don't know if your levels. Matt Turner, squad done. Don't know if your levels. But Zinchenko clearly brings something to the table. Jesus brings something. I'm cool with Ramsdale, you know. I like what Ben White brings to the table. Tommy Asu, I love what he's doing. Um, you, lately, you know, Fabio Vieira, a bit hot and cold, but good complimentary compliment to the squad. The talent ID has been all right. So I think we need to continue like that, really. And I do think we need squad fillers and depth and people that can obviously help us. But we need players that raise the curtain, like you saw with Jesus. Obviously, not really scoring goals at the moment, but evidently raises the curtains of our immediate 11. I think we need that definitely where midfielders to a degree, bar depth, if we're not bringing in midfielders, that someone that's going to challenge Granite Xhaka, whether Xhaka is playing as a deep line eight or in this or in this new role, kind of a box-to-box midfielder, you know, run, doing the Aaron Ramsey stuff, running in behind and scoring goals. Someone that does that, but better. Someone that does what party does, but better. Things like that. Like how we have problems at fullback now, where, well, even centre-back, because... One has to wonder, surely Tommy Asu's long-term future at Arsenal, he's a utility man and he's great at it, but surely his long-term future is probably as a centre-half. We need them things there all over the squad, in my opinion. And yeah, we've got El Nene and Smith-Rowe to come back from injury, but it's always the ones that are missing that are the saviours. And there's no assuming that when these lot come back, our squad is going to be fully fit, really and truly. Probably impossible, really. So we're going to have to see, man. 
thoughts on Sunak taking over? Different puppets, same story, man. That's nonsense, really. Like, when are they going to do the general election? Like, does anyone really give a crap about the politics now? It's a joke thing, really. Jesus needs a partner inside the box who can run in behind very quick, Martinelli. But for inside the box with ball, better ball holding and doing one twos, he's too direct whenever he isn't scoring. All right. Ivan Tony would do bits at Arsenal. He's going to cost a pretty penny, and I don't see us spending 50 million for someone that probably doesn't make Arsenal's strongest 11. With no disrespect to Tony, you know, Jesus could go out wide, but and Tony has a lot of strengths, but he's, I don't see them doing it, man. I would love to go for De Jong, but you know, De Jong, Rice, Bellingham, all of these unrealistic names. You're probably not signing for. I, I do think if Arsenal call your phone, you'll listen to what Arteta has. You can't not be enticed by the project, but we're not the biggest and baddest in the league. We're not because we're not consistently in the Champions League. We haven't confirmed Champions League this year, so I wouldn't be in a rush to confirm. You know, I would maybe get, get agreements done and things like that, but yeah, man. Kante and Zaha next season will be available for free. Any thoughts? More likely to take Zaha, you know, Kante. We've already got 29-plus-year-old El Nene. Xhaka is 30, which I'm not saying it means, oh, let's get scared and move them on. But as I said yesterday, you look at our defence, whether it's the left-back, the right-back, excluding Cedric and in goal with Aaron Ramsdale and forcing it with Matt Turner. You look up front with the age profiles of Smith-Rowe, Jesus, um, Martinelli, etc., Saka, all of these, all of these sort of things. They've got their best years in front of them. Right now, our midfield is very much the present. Partey's here for the present sort of thing, similar to like Liverpool with Salah and them guys. They're there for the present. They're not really there for the future. They could obviously be here for a couple of years, but you've got Xhaka, you've got Partey, you've got El Nene, probably our three key men where the guys more likely to play in a pivot are concerned. So we need a bit more longevity. You throw Kante into that, you're moving a bit mad. Kante's not been able to stay fit. Partey could just about stay fit. We have injuries or injury issues already. Fans get giggity. Kante, as much as I like Uncle, he's gonna come here and just pick up a paycheck, and he's gonna, you know, a new a new guy in the physio room. Really, I'm more likely to take Zaha, but that train's probably gone as well. If I'm honest, do you think there's any chance of getting Zaha? Where well, if he runs down his deal, maybe, but it all depends on the length of contract he wants and the finances, really. If I was Zaha, I, don't know, I would listen. You know, if Chelsea, Arsenal, and 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 Spurs all want you again, and Roma. Listen to all of them, but I don't know, really. Zaha wouldn't want bench. I mean, you if you're going to join a bigger club, then you're going to have to accept that you're going to have to challenge, really, and truly. Grealish started week in, week out of Villa. You signed for City. You know, you if you're not doing certain things, you might, even on the best of days, Pep, I'm waiting on the day Pep just says, you know, Harlan, you're on the bench for a big game. I think he's going to do that. You have to accept that. If Zaha goes Spurs... I don't know, a hundred, and I don't want to praise Spurs, but are you going to start ahead of Son, who's been linked with Real Madrid and that, but assuming he stays, are you starting ahead of Son? Probably not. Are you starting it? And that's your position off that left. Are you starting ahead of Kane? Probably not. If he was in the Spurs squad right now, then he's going to get game time. There's no Richarlison, there's no Kulisevsky. You're probably not starting ahead of Kulisevsky. Give or take with Richarlison, really, depending on what the gaffer wants. At Arsenal, is he necessarily going to start? Fantastic player, take him as part of the squad. Some kind of like a squad filler. He can actually play up front. Is that a better option than 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 Eddie at this moment? Potentially, yes and no. You might not. Left is probably where you're more likely to get in. Are you playing ahead of Martinelli with his current form? If Smith Rowe gets back to what we know he could do, and it is a squad game, and we would be in the champs, so I'm here for it. But would you get in there? Are you getting in as ahead of Saka? 
So you'd have to accept that. What I like about bringing in potentially Zaha is don't get it twisted. I'd want someone with a bit more years in them. But when you look at Partey, when you look at El Nene to a degree, when you look at Xhaka, as I said, them men have been playing football for time. But before, even the young ones, when they click their fingers, their career is done. And we need a sense of urgency. And I get that with Zaha, really. Obviously, the United move didn't bang. This would be last chance saloon. I personally think that one day is gone. Who knows? Uno Emre wanted him. He might go to Villa for no reason. But I don't know, man. Really. As I said, don't rely on the notifications, man. Mudrick or the Napoli winger would rather the Napoli winger. But again, champion, you would need Champions League football. And Napoli have already shown they're difficult to do business with. So if you want their players, you have to offer something mad. Look how Koulibaly been linked with Muse for time. Just now got his move to Chelsea. And Chelsea probably had to overpay for someone of that age. So that that K guy, you needed to cop him when he was 10 million. And, and, and everyone was kind of ooming and ahhing, really. And they got Lobodka as well, a player that I wanted from his Celta Vigo days and that. So it all depends, really. But, you know, as much as, you know, where Telemans and Zaha are concerned, I hope we go for Telemans back in, in Jan. And I hope maybe we could do something for Zaha. But they're probably, in my opinion, next, not that I know anything, but next season sort of things. And that's great, but it don't help us right now for these 20-plus games in the Prem, assuming we go the way in Europa, hopefully that, as well as the FA Cup. And you want to, you, you know, we're still in the League Cup. It ain't commenced, really and truly. So you want to keep it going. Imagine bringing in Zaha for Martinelli against Southampton, squad depth and squad quality. I'd take Zaha even though we should have took him over Pepe. Might be wrong time to buy. I hear that. Stop disrespecting Eddie, you lot. Don't know ball. Eddie's been decent. Bit harsh. I didn't say anything. DG, I'm still a Depay fanboy. He's level above what we have on the bench. To be fair, it's not really hard to do that, but you could do a lot worse. In January, I want us to go out and get players that will help improve the team, but I'm not convinced Edu and the board will go out there and do that. Then they're just going to have to prove you wrong, really, and prove a lot of Arsenal fans wrong, to be completely honest with you, and prove that they can actually do that. So we're going to have to see, really, but who really and truly knows? Do you think Mitrovic is not possible? You're going to gonna have to pay more than he's worth. You know, I wouldn't mind Mitrovic in the squad just because of his playing, pro playing profile. You know, he throws his weight around. He's a, he's a bit of a bastard as well. We need that. I do think, I don't think we're nice, but I do think when it comes to surrounding refs, when it does, when it comes to play acting, when it comes to the dark hearts, I, I think we could go up several gears and I think we need to be a bit more nasty, if that makes sense. Leeds are in dire need of a striker. Send Eddie there on loan as we buy a new striker. Probably unrealistic to assume we buy a striker in Jan. So we're going to have to leave Eddie where he is. Media saying Edu and them man have said they're due to offer 58 million and a Belgian bag of chips. Harsh to Congo for Milinkovic Savic when they're saying 100 M's million and allow it. It's crazy. We do need a strap. I, I don't know if Eddie's good or not, but in a nice way, no disrespect to Eddie and Ketty, I like him, but I don't really have much faith that you're going to change the game like that. And, you know, it's almost like, how do I make it? You did it against Fulham. I don't make it make sense. It's like, I like you, you're part of the squad, but if we're kind of backs up against it and we need someone off the bench to change things, I don't really have I don't really have confidence that you're going to be the guy to do that. If you do it, it's a bonus. So, in a nice way, I don't really... There's certain expectations I don't put on players. Like, I'll never ask, for me anyways, I'll never ask a player in the squad to do something I don't think they're capable of, really. Um, and anything Eddie does, whether he scores goals and that is a bonus, really. He's, he has improved and things like that, but... Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of all over if Jesus gets an injury or has to be out of here, man. We all knew Jesus wasn't clinical, so I don't know why people are shocked. Amen, but he's going to have to be, man, really. 
Can't we get an 8-6 and a winger, especially if we're still top? Again, you've got to pull your finger out and do business. Should Arsenal put a buyback clause on Guendouzi? Probably, but that one there is gone. DG, your opinion on Lukonga, can he become a first-team player or does he lack the potential? You can't write off anyone. I do think there's something in him, but we're going to have to claw it out. And if he doesn't make significant progress, we're going to have to see how we go about it. Does he go out alone for a couple of years? You know, do we nip this one in the bud and maybe say we got it wrong and just sell him and make our bread back? Do we persist? It's with Mikel Arteta, really. So we'll have to see, man. I wouldn't write Lukonga off yet, but... I, for me, I like the guy, but if, if if there's any major injuries, again, another one, like what I just said about Eddie, in a nice way, I don't really have much faith that you're going to do the business, really. In a nice way, really. Like, I would always advocate for Lukonga to play ahead of El Nene, but if we're really trying to get this top four thing and there's a difficult run of games, obviously, when you play young players, and experienced ones do it, but when you play young players, you know what's going to happen. It's not really an excuse, but they're going to make mistakes. If, if I've got 10 games and I know El Nene 100% is going to give me a five or a six, not saying he can't do better in them 10 games, and Lokonga might have some 20 out of 10 games, some minus threes and that, I'm going to pick El Nene and a lot of managers would, and it's away from the individuals, just the profile, because you have some confidence in what you're getting. So, yeah, we're going to have to see, man. You know, Again, until a midfielder comes in, for me personally, I wouldn't sanction any exit for Lokonga. Which, again, you might not play because right now we need bodies. Is Tenali possible? You put the bread down, anything is possible, bro. But, yeah, you got to put the bread down, isn't it? Like, and can't see it happening, man. Shout out to Twitch ones. Certain man here think this is real life FIFA thing. Fulham ain't offering Eddie 100 bags a week. Certain man are still drunk from the weekend. It's mad. DG, do you think we could make a loan offer for Kese and Jan? Would you take him at Arsenal? He's not getting much game time. And as stated before, they're after Neves. They also want Edison Alvarez. I mean, if it could be done, why not bring Kese on loan or to the carpet in, in general? But I wouldn't want to give up on my Barcelona dream already. I think Eddie needs to start in the Prem. He might, but where? Because even though Jesus ain't scoring, he's overall general player across 90 minutes. Big up Eddie and Getty, but he's better than his. Like, you know, there might even be... Arteta once said Martinelli could be up front. I'm not saying Eddie won't get chances, but surely that's still something there, really. Anytime Jesus is fit, unless he looks like he needs a rest, especially while we're trying to, you know, we dropped points and we're fortunate that Chelsea and United, neither team took three points. Spurs managed to do better than all the teams that I've mentioned that drew and lost. City are doing whatever. And as I said, we're trying to get top four. Jesus is playing every game. I'm not, no one needs to just, we need to be a bit harsh. No one's going, no one needs to start just for start, starting uh, purpose. Of course, Eddie needs game time, significant game time to play. And I would love to be that good that we could say, yo, here's five starts. But reality is we need three points. And right now, Martinelli's there. Jesus is doing the business in general. In You know, maybe not so much goals right now. Saka is a non-starter. So it's a squad thing right now. And Eddie's no idiot. You knew the dynamics that if you stayed, this is what happened. Bring back Balogun from loan and send Eddie on loan. Potentially, but I leave Balogun where he is, really, because again, anyone that's watching Balogun, he's doing amazing, just like young Charlie is. But you don't just go on loan, do it for 12 games, and you're a madness. We still don't know about Balogun. We've shown that he's, we can see that he's built on the confidence of, of, of his first loan spell at Middlesbrough. He's hit the ground running at Reims. He's doing quite well. He's becoming important. He's becoming a vital figure. But the gem, and, and, and like I said, in line with his age and things, everything is improving, but he's not there yet. It's very different ball game playing week in, week out the Premier League. Really and truly. 
So leave him there. You sent him out on. Of course, if Eddie leaves, then you have to re look look to recall guys. But he's you know you loaned him out for a year. Let him stay over them sides. Eddie isn't really an impact player. His best form comes from a run of games, but it's true we don't have much cutting edge off the bench. Again, that's I hear that, and like every player, Eddie said that, and it's true. But bro, where are you playing? You're only going to get that run like last season where Aubameyang could not behave himself, so he got rubbed out. Lacazette came into the team. You kind of, not that you allow it, but Lacazette's lack of goals were kind of made out with, you know, he was almost like a DM at times and he'd run about and do all the other things. When Lacazette stopped doing that to go with Aubameyang, that's when Eddie's chance came. So as much as Arteta believes in him and rates him and I believe everything, he only played him when push comes to shove and that's not a criticism of Arteta. That is the reality of things. So where are you going to get the run? You know, I'm hoping on a purple patch. I hope you get your opportunity in the same way certain men have got theirs and taking it. But, you know, anytime, men are not ready right now, man. Because, again, if you sign up for certain, you sign up for certain things. Rather see Nelson or Marquinhos on the wing, I can't lie, same. Martinelli is too reckless to pray through the middle, maybe in a few years, but the wing suits his play. I just don't think he's good enough at this moment in time with his back to go. Need a midfielder like Santi or Rizitsky, that kind of calibre. More so Santi, I hear that. I like Eddie. I just think he's overpaid for the role he has. I mean, I hear you, but psh, no one put a gun to no one put a gun to Eddie's head to sign. No one put a gun to the club's head to give him peas. It's not my peas. Icy Freeze, them are shining. Is well, it is really and truly. Maybe that will struck will struggle to move on, Eddie. If nothing, if something happens, but yeah. And where Eddie, where one thing I have confidence with Eddie, I'm not saying he's ever gonna be the guy for us, but how many strikers have become quality at 23 years of age? He's still got many years now. He needs to keep developing. I would like to bring in another striker, of course, but yeah, man, we're in a good position with him and Balogun. But Balogun's going to need a new deal soon. But if they develop, can show that they can be used here, fair enough. If not, and they show that they're good, they have futures in the top five leagues, but not quite here, keep it moving. Make your money. Reinvest. Bring in some players that can do this thing. But all Eddie needs to do is just keep working hard, man. Keep working hard. Your opportunity is going to come. Eventually, Jesus, God forbid, it's not against Nottingham Forest, is going to get suspended. And maybe if he continues not to score, you have to try other things, really. At least Lokonga has got a minutes on the pitch. I think Eddie showed enough last season with the pressure on. He needs a run of games, in my opinion, especially if we plan to sell him for something good. Where's the games coming from? Because, you know, you can't have it all. Right now, we've on a good run of form. Because, and I know we need to rotate, but we're playing our best team. They're playing. There's no logical reason beyond just development of what a player needs to be playing. Eddie and Ketty are starting in any of the front three positions at this moment in time, really and truly. Slightly, Eddie's got more opportunities than Lokonga, if I'm completely honest with you, Frank. He needs a run of games, but where's the run coming from? We need three points. I'm not saying Eddie can't help us. He clearly can. And if you play well and have a purple patch, do your thing. But psh, you're not in the strongest line. Put a gun to anyone's head right now and the run of games we have, who is starting? You're starting, Jesus. Respectfully to everybody, as I said, removing my youth cap, I don't care about who gets enough football. The collective comes first. We need to get top four. And it's only going to get worse next season. There's going to be even less chances for young players, you know, if you're not levels because Arteta's not going to rock up and we showed in the Europa this right now that you're not necessarily going to get opportunities right now until we confirm the group. You can't be messing about in the Champions League, assuming we get there. So we'll have to see, really. Runner games, he's shown what he did. But again, as much as Arteta rates him, look when how the runner games came, Freddie. You've got to take your chances. 
And we root for him, but you're in the squad, your time will come. But yeah, man. Bro, who cares about the peas he's got, man? Like, who cares, man? He can do his thing, man. He does need to start producing, but boy, the club gave him the peas. <clears throat> and that's probably because he signed a four, maybe four years with another option. That just covers him for a mark. Wow, that could enhance our chances of selling him. It might make it, it might make it more difficult. Right now, Eddie just needs to keep training, keep pushing Azus, keep trying to impact the game off the bench. I would say, even though it's difficult in five, ten minutes, there's been a, even against Fulham, you should have bagged. I think his general plays improved, but you, you can't have it all, man. Jeremy Pino still coaching there in Spain. Bring him. I like Lokonga. He has potential to be class. He just needs game time, loaning to a club that will allow him to play every week. I hear that, but I, no loans until we have proper cover in midfield. What options, man? Eddie's current ability is all down to the decision he took to trust Emre when as about to go on loan. He just shows how important it is to do the best for you and work hard like DJ always says. Again, yeah, bro, I would love for Eddie to be able to play 20 league games here or go elsewhere if we had the bodies, but we ain't. Never let a club hold you for ransom. Your career's in your own hands. Amen. Listen, DJ, Eddie is no sort of backup to Jesus Christ. It's a knock to Arsenal. Well, he's there right now, isn't it? Oh, Eddie and Lokonga, like Tavares, they could go on loan. The problem is we need the bodies right now. If we were patterned in a certain sort of way, you bring in, for me, some a striker with a, a bit more of a target, man, a different profile to Eddie and Azu. Eddie, go hold a loan. Go and play 20-plus games. There's so much you can score. Lokonga, go play consistently away from the pressure of these things. We're going to have to see, man. And we do need to improve the squad. And maybe, you know, if we get Champions League football, we do whatever, or the scouting's on point. These lot, if certain men are stagnating or they're not quite there yet, that's the goal, man. DJ, in my opinion, in an ideal world, as a big club, all these players, Lokonga, Fabio, Eddie, should be on loan right now. It shows our squad more than, see, the SMS stream title has my attention. It's got a lot of people, is it? But the dream is free. Hustle is sold separately, as a lot of you low, man. 30. I'm lying to you. 73 likes, people. Can we keep boosting up? Keep your opinions coming. Minimum free additions come Jan. I hope so, man. And the thing is, I don't write anybody off because I feel Lecon I mean, Eddie's improved a lot as a player. Not quite there where I need him to be for Arsenal, but he's improved a lot. You know, Lokonga's probably improved in training. Ain't seen it with my own eyes, but pardon me. The, the Prem is not going to wait for even the better players. They're not going to wait for Saka, Smithrow, Martinelli, Odegaard, all the question marks we have over them. They're not going to, the, the world ain't going to wait for them lot to hit their true potential. The world isn't going to wait for Arsenal collectively as a club to get everything patterned to go back to where we want to go to. In the same way, we can't wait for these guys. I do think you need people underestimate how hard it is in football to develop and all of these things. But reality is, you know, this is the dynamics at play, really. Heard about Ian Wright saying he knows players waiting to join us to get Champions League football. Get Champions League football, we can have that conversation, innit? Shout out Criminal Blues. Shout out you, man. I don't know if I'm a legend, but yeah, man. We get Link Milinkovic, then I'm dreaming of the Premier League. The lads in the strongest 11 need to be dropped every now and again. And when Eddie gets his, gets his he has to take it like he did last season. Exactly. Take your chance. Arsenal aren't going to give you 100 bags if they didn't see something. Maybe it's poor negotiation. Maybe his agents play the blinder. It is what it is, man. It's up to Eddie. All I care about is if certain... And it's not just Eddie. Eddie, Tavares, Lokonga, 
it, all of these guys, if I want them all to make it here and do what they're doing, but if they're not, can we sell them, make profit, keep it moving, bring players in who can do what they can't? Even players, for argument's sake, we might even, I'm exaggerating, but we might even get to a level where we're questioning Jesus, Martinelli, Odegaard, all these guys, if they take us to where we need to get to. I don't want to write anyone else, write anyone off, because again, you never know what could happen, but as long as we get players that are levels for us or we can make profit, you know, get your 20 million back plus a little change on Lokonga, make some bread on Eddie, keep it moving really and truly. But the league is not going to wait. We can't wait. We have to be cruel to be kind. Right now, we need three points and nobody, I'll say it for a fact, not one, no one in that chat right now and no one on YouTube loves seeing young players develop and all them things more than me. But we need top four. We need top four. The club is failing financially because of it. You know, there's been money spent. There's been new contracts given out. People have been embarking on this project for a while. Again, while it's it's great, like last season, we had some poor start, poor finish, great in the in the in the middle. But all that matters is where you start and finish, and it's a results-driven business. Not every young G is gonna make it here. Sometimes it just don't work out. So let's hope it does, man. And again. Where I look at Lokonga and Eddie, mainly Eddie, I can't really be vexed if you have to play deputise ahead of Jesus and you're not quite able to do it really because it's, you ain't got it in you at this moment in time. So I can't expect that. Like I said, I'm not going to have unrealistic expectations on a single player in this team. I'm going to judge it accordingly. Obviously, I'm going to expect a lot more from Bakayo Saka than Reese Nelson. Gabriel Jesus ahead of Eddie Nketiah, Lokonga versus Partey, Xhaka, and to a degree even El Nene, you know, and, thing, and things like that. You know, I think Gabriel's not been given enough praise and he's a young defender as well. But I like Gabriel and I think Saliba's got potential as well. But I'm going to be a bit harsher on certain mistakes that Gabriel makes versus Saliba because sometimes with Gabriel, they happen a bit frequently. Ramsdale and Ben White still inexperienced on the large part of things, but certain man have been in the championship, been in high-pressure environments. I'm going to be a lot harsher on Matt Ramsdale than I would Matt Turner, who just joined from MLS. You know, Ramsdale's had a couple of years um, in the Prem, including here now and whatnot. So it is where it is, man. Savage is part of Xhaka competition. He's more likely to be Xhaka competition. You know, he's not a six. So, yeah, man, keep the thingies coming. What's up? Shout out Davey, man. What's up, DG? We need more bodies. Arteta should know better because this season, no top four is going to cost Arteta's job. You say that, I don't think it will. It should, but I don't think it will, you know, rightly or wrongly. And I like what Arteta is doing. Don't make mistakes, but we need top four. If we crumble, it's issues. But he signed a new deal, so it's almost this season's almost a bit irrelevant, really. And it's the second year of this somewhat project, really, isn't it? We came fifth last year. If you come fifth again, they might say, you know what, compliment the squad, we might be able to do it in the third year next year, innit? So yeah, on a positive note, on a positive Eddie note, gotta be the fastest has ever been before. Need to get him back sharp like he was in pre-season. Mitrovic or Tony are the targets. They're on small wages and probably would push through if a bid came. I'd probably pay a bit more for Tony, but Tony's about fifty. Yeah, Eddie would do a lot, boy. You loan him out, but the problem is, I'd love for Eddie to go along, but. I don't care about none of that because we need bodies right now. Who else is playing? you got Balogun gone, Tyrese John Jules gone. Eddie has to stay and hold it. And Eddie knew this. Like Eddie's not an idiot. He knew this. He backed himself. It's a long season. Do your thing. 
And Eddie might not become someone that can challenge Jesus, but he might become a reliable squad sort of player sort of thing. He might become a sort of Danny Welbeck sort of thing, really. And that's not what you want, but just carve a name, make a name for yourself, really. Arsenal fans, how many utility men do we hold in high regards that weren't regulars like that? So it's up to you. Fantastic talking points, people. Keep them flowing, man. DG, do you think our season is starting to unravel? I wouldn't say unravel, but a normalisation of performance now. Like, obviously, momentum has been high and we're still riding off the momentum. We never... It feels like a loss to Southampton car. We dropped two points from winning positions. Um, but it's... in it. it it's unrealistic and it's unsustainable to expect us to keep scoring three, four goals and keep mad clean sheets and things because the signs have been there, you know, that again, that you look at the Leicester game, you look at the United game, you look at, to a degree, harsh, but the second half against Crystal Palace, you look at the goals and how we were defending against Leicester, you look at the penalty against Spurs, you look at some of the goals, the two goals we conceded against Liverpool, you look at, we came back and we showed our mentality, but on a large part, Fulham and Villa. You know, we're not all the way there yet. We still need to go up several gears defensively. We still need to be a bit more clinical. And these things were going to be there. We're on the right track. We're in the right direction, but we're not there now. Obviously, through a lack of squad depth, we probably had to play players more than we would like to. And you're, you are seeing it physically. Like, we look spent in the second half against Southampton. That's why I was really concerned, really. We were slow to get back into our positions. You know, well, you know when you're tired and you're playing football, the first touch is unnecessarily baggy, things like that. So, again, we knew depth was an issue. We've been playing a dangerous game. We've somewhat still getting away with it. But, yeah, man, I do agree with you. Our last four performances, based on how we've been at the start, has been under... has been underwhelming or, you know, under par, like you've said. But the luxury is, you know, we've lived to fight another day, really, really, really and truly. We was much better against United at Old Trafford than we was against Leeds. And, and, you know, we lost one, we won one. That is football. Sometimes you don't deserve anything, you get three points. Sometimes you're fortunate to get a point. Sometimes you play very well and get nothing, really. But sometimes, at some point throughout the season, there's going to be none of this and we're going to see us for what we actually are. So, as I always say, don't let this, as much as I like the form, what the gaffer is doing and everything, don't let this form and where we are in the table in October, don't let it overrate and overstate the improvements that we've made and the, the improvements we're yet to make and are required to make and actually the level of the squad. And I mean that as a no disrespect. I love the competition in the squad. I love the relationships building all over the field. You know, there's so much to like, but there's so many gears to go up. And we need to get into that scenario where, again, if we just look at who we want to be like, historically Liverpool, when they've been fighting City, and obviously City, a lot beyond the obvious, obviously the things that we praise us for, you don't praise City for. You don't praise City for putting winning sequences, being good defensively, game management. You do, but it comes with it, really and truly. It comes with it. It comes with the territory. So we have been a bit flat. For me, assuming we're talking about the same four games, Leeds, Southampton, Glint, PSV, we weren't really asked any questions, but we had bare shots. We Xhaka saved the day. We didn't really do much. So it is going to happen. You know, there is going to be a part through the season where you're just going to have to slug it through. As I said earlier, to a degree, the premise about how good, not always at your best, how good are you at your worst? You look at City last year, 2-0 down against Villa. The main men weren't really kind of doing it. The subs had to go and do it. And there's been many a game like that really and truly. And that goes for if you want to win titles, get in the top four, come out of the championship into the Premier League, survive in the Premier League. This is what it's about. It's, you're not going to be perfect for 38 games. 
unless you're Arsenal Football Club where you don't lose one, isn't it? I had to add the plug the old days. I can see it in front of me, people. I've been slightly watching. I think the Invincibles tickets on Sky Sports. So just as I said that, they fast forward a year. Ronaldo shushing Highbury. Where you at now, Ronaldo Doblet? Great player historically, but yeah, I hated when Cristiano before Cristiano even became this lit. I used to hate when he played. You know when he used to be a little crybaby and the original diver and have all his his, his gelled hair and that. I used to hate when he played against us because you're a bloody good player then. But yeah, man, it is well, it is, man. Lukonga and Eddie, I think, especially when we're doing this youngster thing, what goes against us in general, people, if you're highly rated at 15, 16, look at Ethan, you know, the young man at Arsenal. Because he's made his debut at 15, people are going to expect you to be the bee's knees at 17, 18. It don't work like that. You know, you're not the you, 16, you're not quite where people wanted you at 18. People look at you like you're a fraud and things. Look at Vinicius, people are onto him because he was getting rated in Brazil. Didn't happen for him like that initially at Real Madrid. Now he's one of the best players on the pitch. If you watch the game against Sevilla, Sauce and Duns, Rodrigo starting to show his levels. You know, very underrated in my opinion, Valverde. You know, Valverde for me can be the best midfielder, one of them in, in, in the world. And I think he is right now. You know, he's probably the best fullback, right winger and centre mid to a degree in them tables, bro. Valverde's got it all, man. Engine, dynamism, passing range, lovely way to pass, can score goals, can win a ball back. Bro, I wish we had some of them, man, there, man. But, um... Yeah, that's what I would say, really and truly. Don't know where we're going with that. Yeah, to make that timestamp. Yeah, man. Oh, South Londoners. Here we go. Really want my fellow South London brother to come good. I honestly think Eddie is a championship player at best. I don't know, man. I don't... I like him as part of the squad. There might come a time where if you offer me a next striker to go with Jesus, and, you know, if you offer me a striker, a winger, to go with what we've got now, it's kind of peak for Eddie. You could still make it and have a role here, but... Unless Eddie improves significantly, which we have to give him scope to do, and obviously he needs to play, you're not going to get that game time, really and truly. It's like Saliba. I set her through the gauntlet down to you. You've taken your chances. If Saliba showed that, like, why he previously may have went on previous loans, he would be dropped out of the team and on the bench, and we'd be saying he needs a run of games, but man needs three points. Reality is, as much as we're doing this youngster thing, and when some are excelling, you're looking at others, we need three points. No one cares about what you're doing with the youngsters if you're not racking up wins. The first priority is to stay in a job. The best way Edu, Arteta and these players can keep things going is by getting three points. That's what man are in training for week to week, really. You know, for Eddie, I guess... You probably just got to do a bit extra in training, isn't it? Like for me, it's it's, it's become a thing now. Just finish chances, Nidy. I like that. Is he's got a bit bigger? He's shown he can play out wide now to a degree. You know, he's he's actually shown for me. You know, the little cute little against PSV, he had a couple Smith Rowe esque sort of touches and that. He's shown he can get involved, but it's just about goals now, isn't it? And I know it's difficult, but whether you're playing one minute, two minutes, five minutes, a start bag, in it, give question marks, give Arteta a headache. Because for me, Jesus is up there, even with his lack of goals at the moment and question marks. You're down there, Eddie, and that's not a criticism. Jesus has been about. You've really been a squad sort of done, went leads, had little patches in the team. But last tail end of last season is where Eddie somewhat really announced himself to Arsenal fans, really. So he has to just keep going, man. Bit harsh to say Eddie needs to work harder, though, man. I think he puts, he puts a shift in. I don't rate man for putting in a shift, but puts a shift in. Man said Valverde earned my respect when he intentionally got a red card against Atletico and won Real Madrid the match. Winning mentality, no matter what the stakes are. Good point, DG. Look at Harry Kane. He was irrelevant for not for so long. Exactly. And I'm not saying just because Eddie's going to go on that, but 
what, what did Arsene Wenger used to say? What did he tell Ali Adier when I was with Ali Adier on, on Arsenal.com? I think he said that 27, 28 when strikers come into it. Now, Eddie's 23, bro. We ain't got five years to wait in it for maybe, in it. But strikers are not there, bro. A striker that's obviously at Chelsea stinking up the place, but had good memories for us. What was Aubameyang doing? He was on bare loans. He went Dortmund. And I, I think if I remember rightly, Aubameyang had a great loan spot at St Etienne. And then he went Dortmund and he announced himself. Harry Kane, well, man was on the bench at Leicester. He's one of the best Premier League um, wingers they've ever, um, strikers they've ever seen now. You know, sort of thing. So... I'm not saying Eddie's going to do that, but man, I'm not going to be the finished article. Yeah, you might get a couple. And normally when I say these sort of comments, there's always one person that goes, yeah, but what about this youngster and that youngster? Okay, cool. You can name five or ten exceptions to the rule. As I said, exceptions out of the hundreds and thousands of young players, really and truly. Look at Marcus Rashford. He stagnated a bit. He bust you at 18, but he needs to improve a lot. And he doesn't look any evidently better than when he first came on the scene. Why? Because I don't think he's really improved the art and mastered the art of finishing, really. That's all Eddie needs to do, just master the art of, of thinking, people. Just ask the, master the art of finishing, really and truly. I like Eddie still, but he needs to do a thing. Schema, you're on me, man. Man said random. <laughs> oh, oh, chat, chat. Everyone's allowed an opinion, man. For me, give Eddie his chance, but if it becomes clear that, yo, it's not a this thing here, crazy. Really and truly. Keep it moving. Sangara would be decent. Not really good enough off the on the ball for me, but physically puts in a shift in the right positions. I'll take it. Gnab, bro. If do you know what I have to thank Gnabry and Wilshere for leaving because if they didn't, I wouldn't be talking to you lot. You know that was how what kicked off the YouTube career. Really, Valverde a gem. Closest we ever got to signing him was in Montreal at Arsenal, and then he couldn't get a work permit. Maybe Arsene Wenger needed to know some dons at the home office, man. Shout out, Mac. I definitely love us to have more like for like players coming off the bench to keep the quality up and energy high. Get Champions League, we can start dreaming, man. You know, because when everyone is fit, like we saw at early uh, early parts of the season, some man might not even touch the bench, really. DG, this is the best news I've heard in a long time. SMS work being put in. That could be our best signing in a long time if we hit that one. If some butts, man, I, the dream is free. The hustle is sold separately, my guy. I, I don't really believe in our ability to get him in January. But, yeah, how would you line up against PSV going all out for the win? A part of me wanted to do that. And a part of me still wants to do that. I won't lie. But I think everyone can evidently see, like, players are tired now, isn't it? Pardon me. Even if we stink up the place against PSV, which I don't want to be, you know, ego. I want to keep the winning run going, all of that jazz. But even if you lose to PSV... You should be able to get over the line against Zurich and that qualifies us top, really. But I can understand, don't agree, but I can understand if Arteta kind of goes a bit heavy against um, PSV and then the rest starts coming in with Zurich and them sort of teams there. So, yeah, it is, it is what it is, really. Keep your opinions coming. We'll get into the talking points of the papers in a bit, but I'm enjoying the chat a lot more than that, man. Once you get Champions League and the badge holds weight, once again, we'll see what owners are on. Amen. Shout out Hector, because you got nothing to do with Arsenal, but you're always here. Shout out to Twitch ones. Mitrovic up top. Jesus and Saka on the wing. Smith, Rowan, Gabby as, as subs. That would add some depth and some flexibility. I mean, the player style of Mitrovic, I want that because, you know, I, I would love for Arsenal to have the different, but the Mitrovic, the Ivan Tony, the, for me, Diego Costa. You know, someone that strike defenders don't like play. I'm not saying Jesus is a problem. He'll 
fight for everything. But you know, Diego Costa in his prime, he's pulling your ear, he's you know, he's whispering mad things in your ears, he's intimidating, man. Obviously, you get some players because they're so good, man, are intimidated. Like Harlan is good, anyways, and he gives it back. But people are just shook of Harlan because it's Harlan. Then you get people who are on the intimidation tactics, and I would like that. You know, I, I would like that in the squad, especially also it helps us defensively as well. You know, there's games where against Leeds or, or even Southampton, where at times we struggle to get out. You get a physical man that can just knock it. Like we saw Chris Wood come off the bench, I'm not saying by him, against Spurs when Newcastle were trying to hold on. Just knock it into his chest, win some fouls, protect the ball, get players higher up the field. You're a player that, you know, the Martinelli's, the Sackers, these sort of guys can bounce it off, really. Play it in and, and keep it going. Giroud, Giroud type would be lit as well. Unless you get someone better than Jesus, I don't really want another five foot eight sort of guy sort of thing. I want someone that's a bit of a problem. Tony believes in himself, can take a penalty as well. You know, he couldn't he couldn't be, you know, doing some of them video things he's doing, saying F his football club if he was here. 105 lights, keep running it up, people. But yeah, man, it would be good. Someone of that profile. Speaking of profiles, I'd love a profile of Kovacic. Again, we spoke about midfield. Look how Kovacic, they went to a back four, but look how Kovacic got Chelsea in the game. United should be kicking themselves. They didn't win 4-5-1 in that first half because really the game started when Kovacic came on. You see what someone that can dribble, someone that can win foul, someone that can retain the ball properly in midfield. I like Xhaka, but he's not being asked to do that at this moment in time. He's been asked to do this Aaron Ramsey thing. I like party. I just think that I don't know how it would go, but we needed someone else in there. So, yeah, man. Really, is Yao Felix worth the money if we pay? How much are they asking? Well, 100 million is a bit mad for all his potential. But yeah, man. Random but best boot, night tempo or preds. Tempos are way more comfortable. Tempos for five aside. If I'm playing 11 aside, being a fullback, preds still. Bro, that K guy looks looks like he can be a serious player, but you know, or oh, oh, what a name. But I don't think we're gonna get him, bro. Can't lie. At some point, this process has to progress to something. Amen. We're not just playing football for the sake of it. There's no good developing talents for the sake of it. You're right, man. What other things are there? What other things have I missed? Smash the like button if you haven't, people. Don't forget, hello, watch alongs to come this week. We've got PSV Arsenal. That's that one posted. Uh, we've got Dortmund City today. That's that. That's from 5.30. Even if you're not going to be there, do me a favour and hit the like button. My loan report is to come out in 20 minutes, allegedly. Uh, and obviously, Salzburg, Chelsea. I just need to do the graphics for them and we're good, man. We got DG. Do you think this is the best time to push for the title as clubs like United and Chelsea are still not quite stabilised? Win your games. Win as much games as you can. If you take advantage of what you need to take advantage of, then you're allowed to, you know, you're allowed to see what's going on elsewhere. It's whatever United and Chelsea and all these teams are doing is irrelevant. We've been doing our thing while there's still a lot of football to be played. If City mess up and we keep doing what we're doing, anything can happen. But for me, Champions League first, let's pattern that. Let's start getting some consistencies in that. Then we can dream. Obviously, if, if City fall off a cliff and everyone else falls off a cliff and we win every game and we're top of the tree, I would love that. But... It's irrelevant. I personally think City will finish quite some distance of Arsenal. It's not even 100% convinced. I'm not even, in a nice way, I'm not even 100% convinced we'll finish second. But what I would say is, I don't care if it's second or fourth, you need to, I need to see Arsenal amongst that, really. So hopefully, you know, 
hopefully every week things can stay like this. Arsenal don't get three points. You know, it don't really affect what's going on. But yeah, man, is what it is in that regard. What else have we got? To be fair, you know, Eddie's playing hardly real minutes and he doesn't have a goal in the Prem, but it's a bit deep, man. I don't know if Eddie would be doing what Jesus is doing, but I do think if he had however many starts Jesus had, he'd at least have a goal or two to his name. It's a bit harsh, but he doesn't. The only game off the top of my head should have bagged against Fulham, really. I'm not going to get onto him for playing out wide, but when he came on and changed the game against Fulham, he did his thing and that's what a sub's meant to do, but he should have scored. He had a number of chances against Fulham, man. So, yeah, Eddie should start for Forrest. Is he getting ahead 100% of Dennis and them kind of man? I don't know. You'd have to ask a Forrest fan. We just got to keep grinding these results out till Jan. You can tell the squad's getting getting tired. If you can't see the progress whilst we're sitting top of the league, I'll wait for your eyes. She goes, spec savers, my G schema. What did I do? I'm, I said I can. DJ, if our B team had its own league, where would that team finish? It scares me to think how weak our second team is. Our second team... I don't know, but I ain't going to win it. City's second team's running away with anything. Hate to sound... Preds for me, I can't lie, iconic. Hella iconic. Hate to sound like a broken record, but do you rate Osman from Napoli? Yeah, but he'll cost too much, really. And unless we're saying Jesus, it's an out-wide thing. It is what it is. Saka didn't need starts for us to know he was going to be a good player in the future. It doesn't take long to know. Again, exception to the rule, you're 100% facts. But Saka is one of them guys, like the Bellingham's, the you know, the madman at United who's now who just got got bail out of jail. Don't want to say his name, you know, Pedri, Fatty, them kind. I'm not saying he's better than them or whatever, but they're exceptions to the rule. God has just said, you man are being footballers. Smith Rowe needed a bit. Smith Rowe was in the same boat, boat as Joe Willock and Eddie and Ketty. He went Huddersfield, he came back on crud. You know, I'm not saying Eddie's going to be anything. But he got a chance towards the end of last year. He started showing something. So not everyone's going to do the Saka thing. I hear you. You don't need to see long. But still, man, not everyone's going to do that. Like I was saying earlier, it's an exception to the versus the rule, actually. And it was very dangerous to be looking, just expecting everyone to do the Saka thing. Because you'd, you'd lose out on a number of players. Look how long it took Ramsey to do something. Fifana at Leicester. Is there a next Fifana at Leicester? Or he went to Chelsea. Um, I'm not too sure on that one there, but Fifana from Lens is welcome. Eddie doesn't need starts, he needs minutes. We need to see 90 minutes. We didn't need to see 90 minutes to know Jesus was going to be the star he is for us. And I like Eddie, I want him to do well, but many Haylenders made wrong decisions. Ainsley will look at Pom and now have to learn on the job. Shout to Smith Saka for changing the narratives. I didn't say Savage is a DM. I hear that. I mean, Eddie, right now, if he could keep doing his thing, it is what it is. That, assuming you're talking about Enzo Fernandez at Benfica, he looks quite decent, man. I hear you, Schema. He looks quite decent. I can't lie. I'm here for that. But when they, when these kind of men end up at Benfica, you know there's a certain tariff. You know why these clubs buy these guys. <laughs> like, I do like Anana from Everton. I do like him, you know. Respectfully, I, I was watching him. Well, I wouldn't mind that in the squad. But the one that I... I don't want to say his name because we can't go back in time now. But we all know Bruno Kamara should be at this football club. Really. He's got everything. All action midfielder. He, he should be here. They're the kind of man I want. A Kovacic playing profile. Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Guimaraes. Sorry, not Bruno Fernandes. Bruno Guimaraes playing sort of style. 
you know, someone that can be a target man. If you could bring in an experienced centre-back that's different from the guys in our team that are learning how to do them things there, I think we'd be all right, man. I ain't going to lie. I'd still monitor left and right-backs and see what we could do. Shout out Matt Turner in goal, but I'd have to keep saying, seeing stuff. Two incidences, there seems to be zero updates on the Partey legal issue. Listen, I can't speak on that. You know, I don't know what's going on with Partey and that. I don't know what's going on with the Henderson and Gabriel thing, man. I mean, no news. I have to assume is good news, but boy, I don't know. You're asking the wrong brother. I don't know, man. Any news on Zinchenko? I don't know with his injury. You think friendlies with top Serie A clubs make a difference? I don't know. Just we're going to have to get some friendlies in general, really. Yeah, you need to start acting skiba, bro. I don't know, bro. I'm thinking, why am I catching all these trays? What did I do? Milinkovic Savage is a world-class talent. I don't know about world-class, but he looks lit. Lucas Paqueta is still available. He's rocked up at West Ham, really. And we knew we was never getting them kind of dons. You knew we was never getting him because, you know, he's a bit of a... In terms of how he probably fit into Arsenal's team, he's more of... He's going to feel Odegaard's boots or, or, or Fabio Vieira sort of profile. So it was never going to happen beyond admiration. I wouldn't want him in the Jacarol, but I hear that, man. I don't know what Henderson said. Uh, Ndika looks like a steady Eddie. I'm, I'm here for it. He's better than Olden. He's a left-sided centre-half. He's 23. There's resale value there, and he ties in with what we have. Steady Eddie. So why not, man? Cut price as well. Yeah, bro, we just can't. And that's the thing, man. There has been signings there, but we, we when you sit on your hands for whatever reason, you hear the club admired Bruno Gamares, but it never happened. You know, we're going to have to move on from sitting on our hands with a couple of these players and actually get get to work, really. Because sometimes, you know, who knows if we got our act together sooner for, for, for Douglas Louise and Telemans and all these midfielders, uh, Bruno Gamares, boy, we might be having several different conversations at the time. So, yeah, man, we should give Saliba, Martinelli and Saka new contracts and sign Bellingham. I'd love to, but Bellingham's bread, bro. DJ, I would make a bid for Brighton's Calcedo. He looks a lot, he looks lit, but he's still 20, though. So, are we over, and this is probably me for myself, are we gassing him a bit? Like, has he really done much there? He's quality, though. I'm having him. But, again, respectfully to Brighton, like with Ben White and anyone that joins any top six club, everything you do is going to be more highlighted now. I'm here for it, though. We could do a lot worse. But again, them kind of man there, when he was going to Brighton, another club that was linked with him, the only way I found out about him and the fact that he's from Ecuador is because I remember looking on Google. It said, at the time, knew nothing about the guy, but it said Man United and, and Brighton wanted him and Antonio Valencia was trying to chat to him to get him to go to United. They didn't do it. We need to be on that sort of thing, really. Oh, Nana looks lit, man. DJ go on football terrace one day, my bro. Why not? Bellingham would cost 100 million plus Lokonga. They might say you allow the Lokonga thing, man. <laughs> we'll take 90 if you forget the Lokonga shout. We pick up Lokonga. He doesn't deserve that straight, man. We do need backups for Partey and Saka. All guys that are levels or better. In the same way, you know, if you're a left back at Arsenal, whether Tini's got the spot, Tomiyasu's got the spot, Zinchenko's got the spot, there's two players breathing down your neck for every, anyone. If you're Ben White or Tommy Asu on, on well, if you're Ben White, you know Tommy Asu might step in there. Even if you're a centre back, low key Tommy Asu might finesse your spot at, at Arsenal. 
plays left-sided centre-back for Japan. Obviously, he's right foot. He can play on the right-hand side. You've got Ben White that can move over. We need them problems over them sides, you know. If you look at the front options, well, generally in our squad, I think only Xhaka, Saka and Ramsdale are the ones that are playing every week beyond the obvious. But if you look at our squad, especially up front, you know, you could say Fabio Vieira and, and, and Smith-Rowe could trouble Odegaard. Maybe if Smith-Rowe was fit, Odegaard might even touch bench. Um, but left-hand side is probably open season. You've seen Smith-Rowe lock it down. You've seen Martinelli lock it down. That's probably the only one, really and truly. You need to bring someone that's better than that. Right-wing Saka's playing. So, unless you're bringing in... If you can bring in someone that compliments, fair enough. But you would like someone better. I'd give whatever they want for Bellingham. But, bro, you could convince... You could give Bellingham an elite project. Give the peas. You're fighting Real Madrid and City and all these teams. I can't begrudge him. You know, he's already kind of done the Arsenal thing at Dortmund. A young squad with not too much expectations and that. Bring Malinkovic six. I mean, eight and Sangare six. We can beat anyone in front of us. What's your opinion on Tussart? Would be decent, but he said he don't want to sit on the bench at his next club. Yeah, I have got FM23. You was with Green Red, was you there? We was playing it yesterday still. It's just, in fact, the first episodes on my on my YouTube channel, the first two streams we've done are still on Twitch. And the red, well, the others are uploaded on my YouTube channel, but I ain't put them out yet. Savage and Xhaka in the same team, Albania versus Serbia thing is a bit sticky. Listen, I, I don't want to get into the geopolitics. I just hope that it's a football thing first, but it is something to consider. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, Deludicuna04. Make sure you're following on Apple Music or Spotify, people. The streams technically go there. I don't rate NDD enough. I don't think he's good enough on the board to be asked. No, again, we've got no one in the squad, so by default, I'd take him. But I I would stay clear of NDD. And I like him, but I like my club more in it. I'm not on the NDD thing at all, really. I'm not going to praise a midfielder for running about either. I'm not really on that. I can't lie to you. I'm not really on it at all. I don't think he'll be good enough, really. Especially as, you know... Being at Arsenal, he's going to be the deepest of midfielders. And he's shown time and time again, I'm sure a couple months ago against Spurs, he's a bit blinkered, you know. He's probably worse than Lukonga at receiving the ball and, and turning and things. He has these lapses in concentration. I'm exaggerating with that. Vardy off the bench, it's over for Vardy, man. Kante and Naby Keita, injury prone. Naby Keita, you know, I, want, I was on to him before he went to Liverpool. I would have taken him. But again, good player, can't stay fit. What's the point? <laughs> And I don't really buy the I don't even buy the Kante or Naby Keita links because we all know they could it could be true, but these guys their contracts are running up. And even if you type in Naby Keita today, you see him linked with not just us, but Milan now, Chelsea, all these things. So again, because of our need for a midfielder and these sort of things, I don't know the credibility of these. Totally forgot Phillips went city, wanted him at Arsenal at one point. Crazy. Again, Keita and Kante, they can't stay fit, so it's a myth, man. I think the fan base can feel Eddie isn't good coming off the bench, but he isn't better than Gabriel Jesus, hence the discontent. Lindstrom or Tossart. Well, I more know what I'm getting with Tossart in it, but there's more years in the tank where Lindstrom's concerned, assuming you're talking about the Frankfurt, brother. Jimenez, nah, I would take Gundogan. I would for a couple of years. I would take Gundogan. I think Gundogan be respectfully to Arteta and Arsenal, you know, having won what you won at City, 31 years of age. If you want to waste the last couple of years you got it, this rebuilding at Arsenal, fair enough. I would, I would, you know, I'd have him for that. But I think you deserve the right 
go play in Turkey or go and you know see what you could do in it really. But Gundogan is one I'd I'd be on to man if we if we ever could in it bring Gundogan tomorrow still. Again, the dream is free. The suicide sold separately, as we say. Yeah, if we could pay a small fee to get Telemans tomorrow for January, yeah, why not? We need bodies, bro. But maybe the club want to do the cheapskate thing and that, see his deal run out and then do something really and truly. I don't know, really. But we're just, I just want to see a centre mid. I don't know who. Just, just get a centre mid, man. If you could, too. If I could, free. But... Let's just get one minimum in in January. Or well, I'm just hoping for one. Whether it's enough is another thing, but I'm just hoping for one, and then we we simply just take it from there. Really, like beggars can't be choosers in that, as they say. Just close that, close that, keep that. Big up Una Emery for returning to the Premier League as well, folks. What's going on here? Kevin Campbell says we should sign Rashford. I like Rashford, he'd be utilised in the squad, but another one that needs a lot. Hey, bring the pool, man. We all wanted him when he was at Udinese. It ain't really happened. Maybe the club have scouted him again. That could be a, a situation to utilise. I believe Telemann's fate will be decided right after the World Cup. I mean, you can show you're ambitious just by bringing in the right players, you know, but if you could bring in Bellingham, why not? Really and truly. But I can't see it happening. You know, I'm no one to take opinion to take because I don't know anything, but part of the it is what it is in that regard. So, yeah, man. Let's see what's going on in the world of footy, people. Keep your opinions coming, of course. Apparently, Dharma Chef on Cody Gakpo. Arsenal was an interesting one. Throughout the transfer window, I think the right side of the attack was the priority. But doesn't he like to play off the left? His priority position and preferred position is on the left. He can play in the centre and on the right. And again, Saka... Martinelli, Smith Rowe. I one of my pet peeves is you can have your preferred Pepe. You can have your and it's it's nothing to do with the players. It's more the fans. You can have your preferred position, but I, I I'm sorry I find it very stupid because they said it with Martinelli until he had a good game at Old Trafford. Oh, he can't play on the right, bro. You're a flipping footballer. If you can play on the left wing, you can play on the right wing. It's down to you if you've got enough variation to make it work. But what's all this? You should be able to do this thing. Jesus can play left or right as well as up front. Now, for Jesus, is a striker thing. But, yeah, at the moment, Saka's occupying that right-hand side of the front three just now. Would he be someone that Arsenal would look at? I think it would fit the profile as as well as far as Arteta is concerned. OK, so that's Dharma Chef's just opinions, allegedly. Big up Arsenal buzz. What else is there? So it don't appear that there's nothing else that he's got. What's all of this? Arsenal will do anything to secure major midfield transfer as Edu Eyes Telemann's alternative. Let's see what's going on here. Arsenal's pursuit for a new central midfield signing has seen them linked with a number of top talents across Europe. We know Douglas Luiz, Danilo, Telemann's, etc. Apparently, Telemans is another player who Arsenal hold a long-term interest in, but a move for the Belgian may have to wait until next summer. Football.London understands Sergi Milinkovic-Savic has long been linked with a big move to the Premier League, with the Serbian continue to impress for the Serie A side. He's at the 27-year-old has attracted interest from English top flight, top flight, sorry, with both Arsenal and United thought to be keen on him. He's got 11 goal contributions and 14 appearances so far, people. We're not getting him in, Jan. According to this Italian outlet, where these lot have paraphrased it, the North London outfit are willing to do anything to secure a deal for the Serbian and have already been considered 
considering an offer to put on the table, wanted to start negotiations. The bid would include Sambi Lokonga heading in the opposite direction, along with a fee in the region of 43 million to sweeten the deal. As you know, Lokonga's been linked with AC Milan prior. He's only got 526 minutes of action. Um, I'd probably keep Lokonga. I don't really buy the fact that we're swapping that, really. And if I if it, it really is for 50 odd, 40 odd million quid that Arsenal offering, if you're Lazio, surely people, you just say, you know what, we're probably going to get that in the summer. Yeah, his contract's running down, but give or take, we'll get something like that. They might say, you know what, we're getting a midfielder and money. I'd rather just get, put the money and let Lokonga go on loan. But yeah, people, you know, that would that would help us a lot. I don't know whether to believe that anyways, people. this The Daily Mail has also said we're eyeing a £52 million swoop for the Lazio captain and are willing to offer Sambi Lokonga. Juventus are in the race. But even though Juventus have a fetish for midfielders, surely they can't get them all, people. Apparently, Juventus, Liverpool, Man United are all interested in him as well. So I don't think we'll get him because I remember his agent talking about we don't know about if Arsenal in the Champions League and all of that jazz. But if we could, why not? And again, there you have it, people. In the summer, he wanted no less than 105. He's contracted until 2024, so that's a myth. I have no agreement with his agent, Kesman, to sell him to Juventus or anyone else in the winter. On the contrary, he is now worth 120 million euros, not 100 million. Every month, the price goes up. Evidently, they're pricing him out of a January move, and they're probably just going to bite the bullet and let the don go in the summer or hope to convince him to sign a new contract because there is rumours they're trying so hard to do that, people. So we'll have to see. But he would be a fantastic option. And this is said, we'll go as high as 65 million euros for him, people. So we'll have to see. He's a bit of a different one. I know, obviously, because of his... A bit like Pogba. I call him the white Pogba because people look at the man's physicality, like with Pogba's, and put them in positions they're not... Pogba can play as a deeper midfielder, but he's not that. He definitely isn't a six. And I don't think Milinkovic Savic is... You know, he's more likely to occupy with Xhaka, maybe two box-to-box midfielders or light elements play in Xhaka's place, really, um, if I'm honest. Then, as opposed to being the El Nene or, 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 or Partey sort of thing, if that makes sense. So, yeah, people, he'd be a fantastic signing. Physicality, tenacity, technical level is very high. He'd be lit. You know, them Serbian man got mentality as well. I'm for it, but... Psh, I can't see it happening, people. So, yeah. Arsenal may accelerate plans to sign special player and move in January, says this journalist in relation to Cody Gakpo, where, again, if it was based on the 90 minutes at the Emirates, it was me, D. But, yeah, the young would be 100 mil. Bring the young, but, again, you got to need peas. Sangare would be nice in Jan. Can't see Partey staying fit through the whole season. Neither can I. Well, you know Juventus are going to get this that guy, man. They're going to find a way. We've been linked with Cody Gapro. I think this is the same comments from Dharma Chef. I don't know if that's anything to read, people. Arsenal will do anything to sign Sergio Milinkovic-Savic, as you can see here. He's speaking, he's, he's, he's speaking about 43 million. So all different sort of wages and things and swap deals. Again, I don't know. So it is what it is. We've been linked with Leandro Tossar as well, people. So we'll have to see, man. He'd be a decent signing, very decent signing for the squad, but he talks about wanting to play. We've been done dirty. You know, our squad is already down to its bare bones, but free fixture, festive fixture changes for the TV broadcasting people. Our Premier League games against West Ham United and Brighton and Hove Albion and Newcastle spanning the new year have all been selected for live coverage, people. The Boxing Day clash has been moved to 8pm, people, for um, Amazon Prime Video. 
Then on New Year's, we travel to the South Coast and it's been moved to 5.30. Our next game um, sees us go and play the Magpies and Eddie Howe's Newcastle United. That game has been moved to Tuesday, the 3rd um, of January, people. So psh, Boxing Day, then New Year's, then after New Year's, straight. This is very difficult games. Shout out to Ethan and Miles Lewis Skelly as well, because they've been selected for England's under-17s duty. Halen just keeps producing. Shout out to Charlie Patton, who bagged for Blackpool and Balogun as well. We bagged for their respective loan clubs. You know, the academy's doing what they're doing. So, yeah, shout out to them. Um, once again, Milinkovic Savage hype. Everyone and their nannies right in this headline. <laughs> Man said Arsenal would do anything except make a bit. <laughs> hey, that's a good one still. But yeah, man, Milinkovic, Savage, quality player. Been linked with United as well. Been linked with everybody. Don't know people. So read of that what you will. We saw this yesterday, but Arsenal, Chelsea and Tottenham are monitoring Liverpool contract situation of Naby Keita people. A number of clubs. And he's been linked with AC Milan already today as well. So we'll have to see as his contract is running down. Um, Arsenal tipped to rival Chelsea for Graham Potter favourite in January transfer sweep. This is, you know, we've been backed to rival Chelsea for the 27-year-old Belgium tosser. He is a very good player. He's entering the last 12 months of his deal. They do hold an option to extend it by a year, people, and they're in talks. And he has he has never hidden away from maybe joining another club, but he hasn't played downstate, really. So it would be a good signing. He'd be a squad player, though, but I'm sure him, him the man himself, oh, I would have thought that a few weeks ago we saw his comments where he said, I don't want to sit on the bench, which I'm madness. Kavara, shout out to you, Jay. So, yeah, Pep Guardiola's gassing up Jude Bellingham. Fair play. Uh, Ronaldo's agent, um, you know, has offered him to Chelsea, Arsenal, and Newcastle. We saw that yesterday. We know that's a that's a myth, people, for whatever for many reasons. What's this? Arsenal could reportedly call their interest in signing Ivan Indica after Gabriel penned a new long-term deal. But we heard we wanted a centre-back and we was linked with Ivan Indica in the summer as well as Lissandro Martinez, who there was all the fans waffling about he could play as a left-back, which he probably could, but he's played 12 times there. He's played the bulk of his career to this date, which sees him at Man United and Ajax as a centre-back and a left-sided one. So, yeah, I'm not too sure if that's necessarily called their interest and things like that. As I said, upgrade on holding. And another left-footed centre-back. Tommy Asu can do it. Holding can actually play as a left-sided centre-back. And we have, we could do that in the squad. But I'm here for Ivan Indica. I'm not going to cry if we don't get him. But yeah, apparently Leeds, Arsenal, Spurs have all been linked with Weston McKenney. Allow me, man. I mean, I'll take it by default, but ah, I'm not on it at all, really, man. Hendrick's been linked with PSG, people. That was just me reading that. Uh, you know, Kay, he plays for Napoli. His dad has said he's not focused on Premier League links or a new contract at all. No one told us of new deal negotiations. There's nothing between Napoli and City as of today. He's 100% focused on Napoli, says Romano. Shout out to Una Emre, people. He's joined Aston Villa as head coach, people. Big him up. We hope he does well. Not too well, but yeah, people, we all know the pedigree he's got. He'll take over from November the 1st after his work permit from... Um, formalities are completed um on the topic of him as well people uh one sec i think where where is it gone on the athletic they he, he spoke himself at his farewell thing he says it was cold and calculating his decision to leave villarreal from aston villa and you gotta remember he turned down newcastle last year you have to keep having challenges 
I called Fernando, the president, on Friday to tell him the situation. I wanted to play the game on Sunday and on Monday we meet again. You have to try and leave feelings aside. You have to be cold and calculating. I have the maturity and experience to make decisions with respect. It's a professional and personal decision. Here, I found a very important family and he won the Europa League again. But the profession is within me. I felt that I had to take this option, a different challenge, but professionally very good, really. So, yeah, shout out to him. Shout out to Una Remre, man, wishing him... All the best in his time over them sides, people. But yeah, not too good. But it is what it is. So yeah, that's Una Emre. And then stopping that, you know, big up Una Emre as well because he did hand debuts to Martinelli, Saka, and Smith Rowe. And you know, they've become linchpins in our team. You know, we hope Martinelli has a double figure goals and assist season in the Prem. Saka is a golden boy for club and country. Smith Rowe is currently injured, but he's still also a golden boy for our club. Uh, Juventus and Roma trail Arsenal for Shakhtar attacker. We've been linked with Mudrik again. You know, the cheapest we've seen him for is 35 million euros now, which is a far cry from whatever they want. You know, Aston Villa haven't spent a lot of people. They spent 900 million on Rebels. Look at their piece. So Emery's going to have to, you know, somebody's going to get to work with. This, well, there's no need to go all the way down. And ben, Benteke was decent for a season. But, jeez, Louise. 64 million on Buendia and Watkins. And this Wesley done. Crazy. But anywho's. Anywho's. Let's look at what Goal.com has been linking us with people. Uh, Arsenal transfer news. As we just said, you know, allegedly, you know, Arsenal are monitoring Naby Keita. We're keeping tabs on Weston McKenney. We're looking to exchange Lukonga for Milinkovic Savage. This has said, you know, Ivan and Dikas to leave for free. Shakhtar now want 35 million for Arsenal-linked player Mudruk. We're set to rival for Cody Gakpo. We already know Gabriel signed a new deal as well. Barcelona want Neves in Jan. I know some Arsenal fans wanted him. Chelsea might go for Bruno Guimaraes. That's going to cost a crap load amount of money. Bellingham prefers Real Madrid to other Premier League clubs. He knows as an English boy, he'll, get his, he'll be in the Prem one day. But why not? Chelsea also want Rafa Leal. Crazy. So, yeah, we have to see what's going on there. Leeds want a striker. Zidane said he'll be back soon in management. Big up Zinedine Zidane. I can't lie, if Newcastle got Angelo, they'd be lit. He's a quality young player. But I do think that's that where Arsenal's concerned, people. We're going completely off topic. Let's change this to... Oh, it's in the book. Let's change it to recent. Arsenal West Ham fans fume at transfer decision made without an ounce of consideration. Obviously, with the fixtures changing, they don't care about the honest people. Pardon me, football fans. They get away with it because they know they can in it, really and truly. Yeah, there ain't too, there's nothing else really and truly, people. So we'll have to see. I mean, Bailey best in the Prem along with Mikel Antonio and Bobby Reed, the Jamaican internationals, mate. So yeah, tis what it is in that regard. Be a bit harsh on Eddie Howe if, if they if they get rid of him, but you never know. Maybe Zidane is going back to Madrid. Maybe, just just maybe, just maybe, you know, because apparently Carlo, regardless of what happens, is retiring this season. Maybe, you know, Carlo calls it a day. Zinedine Zidane goes back them sides. Who knows, people? That's my guess, but who knows? I don't know. And don't forget, people, you've probably... Oh, gosh, my own video is playing. Shout out to you lot, people. Uh, my loan report has actually been released as well. Don't know when... Well, that must have been 2.45, 2.30. Bruno Gamares would have been perfect for us. Don't know why Edu didn't wrap that one up. Trust, we're trying to offer them Guendouzi and, and, and a biscuit. Just pay the peas, man. Well, when I see Juventus linked, it's, myth, it's a myth. Realistically, we need about eight players to complete the squad. 
Emre going to bring 4-4-2 back to the Prem. I think Villarreal, he ran his course there. I think he should have stayed with Villarreal. He was doing good things with them. How serious should we take Newcastle as genuine top four rivals this season? Very serious. Do, do you want to, let alone at the Emirates, do you want to play last season? They dealt with us. Do you want to play Newcastle at the moment? And Newcastle have the fear of the unknown. No one knows what they're on, really. And nobody, ex respectfully, in number of years, no one expects them to make up the top four. So if you, you know, they're over, a bit like how we're overperforming and we see ourselves second, they're overperforming. So everyone should fear them, really. No one wants to play Newcastle. Shout out to Newcastle for what they did against the Spuds, but no one wants to play them. Who wants to play them? I wouldn't be hesitant to bring De Jong to the carpet if we had a choice, Clement. I can't agree. I think I think De Jong's quality has always been there. I don't think him and De Ligt and all half of them Ajax boys are as lit as, as I projected them to be when they left Ajax. But yeah, man. It'd be lit. Ironically. But I don't know how that Southampton Don got away with murder, but yeah, man. Chief promoting is underrated. Big target, man. Prem experience. Ah, I'll leave you to it, man. That's too under. He's too good for us. He's too good for us. I think Jude would be a great signing for us and for him too. Is he always going to start at City or Madrid? He'll start every game here and grow with young players. And he, and he might, but man can't just grow for the sake of it. He's growing. He is going to be under a lot more scrutiny as he keeps playing for club and country, but it's Madrid. They've got young players. You know you're not going to play every game, but sooner or later, Kroos, Modric, them guys are going to be gone. You're going to play for Real Madrid. He clearly is comfortable abroad. And for me, obviously, there's going to be a level of scrutinism, scrutiny. Um, but the vast majority of Premier League fans are not going to be watching man week in, week out. Just like some fans are probably... Jadon Sancho could do a lot better, but they're confused that he's not going to get a million goals and he's not this hugging the touchline winger that people thought he was on. He could start, but I mean... Bellingham's done his development at Brom. He's done his development at Dortmund. Bro, he's turning down Real Madrid. That'll be the first team where there's an element of expectation where you're not... Not that he started starting week in, week out for both clubs necessarily straight away, but you're not starting, really. And growing with young players is cool, but you can grow with young players over there at Madrid. You've got Vinicius, Rodrigo, Valverde, Camavinga, Tushemeni, probably missing out someone and not, no doubt they'll add a couple more. Definitely in my 27 years, this is the somewhat youngest per se, generally throughout that Real Madrid side. Normally it was, if you weren't the finished article, Galactico right now, you're not there. They've persisted with Vinicius, where he, he's, him and Rodrigo are over the line now and showing their quality. It's going to be cold, bro. Emre tried to help us, man. <laughs> Emre rollercoaster, man. Big up, George. I work at Villa sometimes, so it'll be nice. Always had love and respect for Emery, regardless of the fact he needed to go. Amen. Zidane going Juventus, that could be a shout. I reckon Graham Potter at Newcastle would be a threat. Same, but Eddie, how's it? A madman in his own right. You can't begrudge him for turning down Madrid. How got Al Mourinho and Saar looking competent? Even the idea of Joe Linton as box to box is great. Bro, Eddie Howes, he's doing his thing. He saved them from relegation last year and showed that I'm the guy, really, because a lot of us probably thought, you know what, Eddie Howe, you go there, stabilise the ship, and it still might happen, stabilise the ship, do certain things, you know, you're almost respectfully to him. He could be to Newcastle, he's more than this, but he could be to Newcastle what Mark Hughes was to City initially. He kind of set it with, with Santa Cruz and them kind of guys, and you saw what happened, really. Come on, man, rate Eddie Howe, he's clear of Shorten Dyche. 
no disrespect to Sean Dykes because he kept Burnley in the league. But come on, man. The way Eddie Howe plays football, the way he improves players, you know, I think he's got ambition. Take nothing away from Sean Dykes because he's a good manager in his own right. But yeah, man. Howe's doing his thing. He's shown he can develop as well. He got warm. He did try to snake Bournemouth and ironically went Burnley and then went back. But he kind of grew, not alone, but he grew with Bournemouth. He did his thing at Newcastle or doing it at Newcastle. He's a good gaffer, man. I like Eddie Howe, man. To be fair, him and Graham Potter, obviously you've got a job at Newcastle and Graham Potter's just signed for Chelsea. But depending on what Southgate does with the England job, you know, surely they're two people whose names got to be got to be thrown into the ring. Of getting a, of getting a, you know, of getting the England job. Really. So yeah, it is what it is, man. Doing good stuff, but again, as good as he's doing, you know how football is, boy. And and again, it's being a bit lazy. Two cool won the Champions League for Chelsea. Eighty months later, what happens? You you know what happens, really. You know, Pochettino had Spurs kind of feared as much as you could say that about that club. He got sacked. So, you know, no one really remembers it. Brendan Rodgers had Leicester doing a bit, lot of bits and pieces. Obviously, they didn't really help him in the transfer market. And I'm sure there's a lot of things he needs to be held accountable as a gaffer. But ultimately, it this is the nature of the business. It falls on your head, really. Which is sad, but it's the name of the game, isn't it? The media were predicting the sackings of the Wolves manager, Gerald and Howe, a month ago. Well, two of them didn't survive, innit? And he did. And the thing is, Jesse March could get clipped. Brendan Rodgers could get clipped. Uh, Hassan Hultel's always flirting with getting sacked at Southampton with a draw against Arsenal on five points from three games. Um, he might, it might die down a little bit. Who else is there? Trying to think. I like what Desabi's doing already at, at Brighton, to be fair. But yeah, they're the ones off the top of my head. Any sympathy for Steven Gerrard? I've always got sympathy for when managers are sacked, but at the end of the day, no. <laughs> not really. I did think people were gassing up the thing, what he was doing in Scotland, but not really. Heard you had a, it's being a bit harsh and stats don't mean anything, but apparently he had a worse, a worse record than Gary Neville win percentage or sat in at Valencia. Do you know how crap you have to be? And ultimately... It's dead. I'm surprised Emre left for Villa, but at the same time, I'm not. Maybe there's that monkey on his on his back in that, bro, it didn't really work out for man in the Prem. Let me go back. You know, maybe he's overstayed his welcome at Villarreal. They have been a bit of a mixed campaign and he has won the Europa League there. You know, you, you already know he's a certain gaffer, so what more is there to do? It did look like Villarreal are kind of on this selling selling stuff now, really and truly. Because when we was linked with Jeremy Pino and all of these kind of guys, all you kept hearing is that Villarreal are in financial troubles. Clearly, Villa haven't got finances to be spending 100 million on a player, but they've, they, they, they've got the Premier League tax in it, so there might be that. He might get a bit of time. It's up to him, isn't it, really? There's got to be a reason because, you know, there's got to, there's got to be a reason because... Maybe it was just timing, but I remember him rejecting Newcastle and then going for Villa, really. So I don't know. You know, Emery's a top gaffer, man. I mean, can injuries... Is players getting injured really doing dirty? He got injured, but... That's part and parcel. Lampard as well, that's a shout, you know, but he seems... It's kind of died down with him as well. But anyone that has the Everton hot seat, it's almost like hot potato. Potato. 
I don't think Graham Potter's going to get sacked. I'm not saying he's not doing good because he's got a de- he's undefeated in the league as as Chelsea gaffer. I swear already. But you know, at Chelsea, already walking a tightrope. You know, you've got 18 months. You never, you know, you got me growing up seeing Chelsea under Roman. Now, you know, you got 18 months really to show something. I think Emre is the perfect fit for Villa. But hey, let him do his thing, man. Just hope he, just hope he, just you know, when we go to their place, hope he packs it in because you, you know, you already got your karma dumping us out with Villarreal in the Europa League. Let us get three points now, man. Kyle, I would be fitting that Saka, Smith Rowe, and Martinelli, three players he gave their debuts to, savage him as well. It'll be, it'll be great, man. But yeah, man. It is what it is. Conte might go, but that's it, you know, that's looking like an end of the season thing. Don't get twisted. We'd love him to leave right now and all them things there, but it's looking like an end of the season thing. Keeps playing coy on his future. Yeah, man. Yeah, I thought Lampard would have been sacked already, but he held it. Yeah, bro, Michael Bill, he's doing quite well at QPR. QPR, if they continue this, they'll be in the Premier League again next season. Uh, Michael Bill's been at Liverpool, been at a couple of clubs, rejected uh, Wolves. He was in talks with Wolves not too long ago, and he said no, innit? It's crazy. But that just shows you how underestimated the the, the the your coaching staff is. As a gaffer, you're going to be the face, but you're nothing without everybody next to you. Because, you know, Pep, there's probably a man there that will tell Pep. Pep will probably focus all week on something. And he says to Pep, Pep, that shit. Why is this shit? This and that and the other. And have the balls to do that. Then you've got people who can see things you don't have and other people that can have your strengths. If Pep ain't a people person, one of his coaching staff might be. Like you might have seen with Arteta, for example. If you take Gundogan, would you also fancy Mahrez? Yeah, hell. I don't see any news for Telemans. Lampard, do your thing, man. It looks like Lampard won at this moment in time. He's won the Gerrard versus Lampard debate. Arteta ain't really done much at Arsenal like that, beyond the obvious. But I remember when people tried to disrespect the gaffer and put him in them, them comparisons. He's better than that. SMS probably wants the Arsenal move. He would start, start and compete for the Premier League whilst earning a bag. I don't know. You know, we're not in the champs. I think he would listen, but he'd listen to everyone, in my opinion, as they should. So we're going to have to see what's going on in that regards, people. Danilo, good enough for us. You'd have to give that young man time to show his bits and pieces. But yeah, on that, though, people, don't forget, you know, we're live later today. This is my loan report. We've gone live now. So that that's me. Uh, we're watching Dortmund versus City later, folks. And we're also watching PSV Arsenal on Thursday. and. We should be watching Salzburg later today against Chelsea. So content, content and more content. Set your reminders, smash the like button, etc, etc. With that being said, though, I'm going to have my lunch again, people. I had lunch before. Can, can you have lunch twice? I had lunch before I came live with you lot. And then, yeah, I'm just going to have lunch times two in it, really. So, yeah, man, I'm going to see you lot at 5.30 to watch Salzburg-Chelsea. I'll see you lot at 7.40 to watch Dortmund against City. Uh, Thursday, PSV Arsenal watch along tomorrow. We'll also be watching the Champions League and things like that, people. So, yeah, I'm going to love and leave you lot, man. You lot stay blessed, stay care, take care. We've been here for an hour and 90 minutes. Well, 90 minutes, an hour and 30. Again, we've spoken about the talking points. The best thing has been just speaking football with you guys, as it always is, man. So, it is what it is. You lot take care, stay blessed. Twitch gang, is there anyone to raid? No, nobody's online. So, what's the point? So, yeah, on that, I guess I'm just going to have to leave you lot then, unfortunately. One love, people. In a bit, Killies. In a bit.
Thank you.